Angie needed all his courage to walk into the basement club room where the five members of the council waited at the round poker table. The boys did not play poker. They had salvaged the table because there was a gash in it. Rick introduced him, which wasn't necessary. Angie knew them all, and they knew him. Tony from school, the others from around the neighborhood. Pete the Turk, a wiry youngster so-called because of his round head. Gabby from Gabriel, not because he talks so much. Rick and Big Lewis, their captain and the oldest. He was scheduled to go to college in the fall. Rick wanted to be made captain when Lewis left. He had told that to Angie. He told everything to Angie and made him listen. He didn't make Big Lewis listen. He started to say something, and Lewis said, Shut up, Benelli. Angie was required to take a blood oath of secrecy. He was given a small, sharp knife with which to draw blood from his own thumb. When he managed on the third jab, each of the council drew his own blood in turn. Angie muttered the words, Blood bank, in his nervousness, needing to make a joke and afraid to make it. If anyone heard, there was no sign. Lewis squeezed a drop of blood in a saucer and motioned Angie to do the same. The others followed in the order Lewis named them. Rick was last, and it crossed Angie's mind that Rick wasn't ever going to be their captain. That thought reassured him until he realized that Rick's being the last made a symbolic circle which closed Angie in. Lewis recited the credo of the little brothers as solemnly as he sometimes read the lector's prayers at Mass. It concerned service to God, family, community, and country, loyalty to one another, and obedience to the code. Angie had pretty well known these precepts from Rick, and he would have guessed that the little brothers disapproved of drunkenness and drugs. A notable omission was reference to sex, except that he supposed it was covered in the protection of one another's sisters. Angie swore another oath, this one of loyalty. Rick took away the saucer and washed it with spit and Kleenex. The folding chair creaked under Lewis as he leaned back and took his wallet from his pocket. He was a big, broad-shouldered youth. He became comradely with Angie as he took a newspaper clipping from the wallet and gave it to the novice to read. Four lines in length, it did not have a heading. Wong Lee, proprietor of the Yellow Chrysanthemum on Mott Street, died of suffocation last night when a fishbone lodged in his windpipe while he was eating dinner at his own restaurant. Lewis said, You know who he was, don't you? I heard of him. He owned a building where somebody I know used to live. A slumlord. It was two or three years ago, Angie said. All he could remember was his mother saying that the Chinaman had it coming to him. I put the killing eye on him a week before it happened.